you tell us and then we'll tell you. I'm telling you, we are ready. We are going. We are recording. The Hi. Lines. Hi. Hi. The, welcome. The lines are lined up. Welcome. <laughs> if you hear us talking, it means the recording lines are matching pace and all yes. is well. Yes. Tom now turns the monitor so I can see it. So I am still, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the, uh, welcome. Hold on first. Welcome to Gig Hi. Tales. This is Gig Tales podcast. We are back. We're here still talking about gigs, musical performance happenings and things like that. I'm Ashley. That's Terry. Uh, the lines are lined up. Here we are. So. Wow. I <laughs> Didn't even let me speak for myself. Do you have anything you'd like to add to the intro? Uh, no, okay. I really don't have anything else. <laughs> so you pretty much covered it. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it yet, but Tom is is doing some work on our uh, the pod attic uh, while we're here in quarantine land. And so our podcasting setup is set up on my dining room table. So I'm not, we are not in the normal um, and obviously, you know, Terry. And, and I mean, none of us. Are, yeah. Are any of us yeah. in a normal place right now? No. Yeah. Yes. But for me, it's like it's it's weird. So Tom, like he turned the monitor before he he like set it all up press record and then walked away as he does and he makes sure that i can see the monitor what could he what could he possibly be doing up there like adding a wet bar it's beautiful already (laughs) he we actually took a wet bar out (laughs) there was a wet bar there he's like ah shit i know no he was like he was painting and there was like i don't know something about like the he was repairing part of like the ceiling like the way that they the tape was i don't know the plaster or some shit so he painted he did um the shiplap on the walls and stuff like that so you know lots of different things that are just making a mess so Good for him. Really cool. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is the podcast where you tell us your stories about being a performing artist and then we tell them right back to you. Yeah. Or sometimes you tell them to us while the world listens. And by the world, I mean Greg and Brent. (laughs) Yes. And thank you, Greg and Brent. Oh, my goodness. So you guys know we had uh, a few episodes back. We had Tim Bono, who whose last name we learned how to say on, on live live on air here during the podcast. And Tim dropped us a little um, a little nugget that he said he has this little this this not little but he has this this duo little. project yeah it's regular sized project it's a regular sized project yes that was not for that was not totally normal yeah symbolic or representative of anything um it, it, which is called tim and jim so we are graced today with uh the the jim to his tim um, who actually his real name, his name is James and he graciously goes by Jim just so that it will sound better with Tim when they do the, the Jim and Tim, but oh. he, he is actually known as James Hewitt. So he is here with us today. Hey James. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. It's, it's a real, it's a, it's a real sacrifice being called Tim sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you Jim. Are, wow. <laughs> Sorry, Tim, nothing against you guy. Wow. Wait, you go by Tim and he goes by Jim for the Well, so somet- both, sometimes you sometimes when we introduce each other, I actually mess with people. I'm like, "Hello, I'm Tim. This is Jim." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Why, dude? Why?" <laughs> you should actually have he should have to go by Jim because if you're going to give up your well, actual name, I agree, should, right? 
Well, well, if, if I'm going to be Tim, then people are going to get confused with the, we have like our uh, social media links on the oh. sign behind us. And all of a sudden people yeah. are going to get real disappointed when they look up Tim Bono music on it and not see my face. Yeah. Well, what a what a yeah. David Bowie level name sacrifice. Right? I mean, made. you could be you could be Tim and he and he and he or you could be you could stay Jim and he could be Thames. My creative brain is really suffering in quarantine, if y'all couldn't tell from. And if. All and if words. he's British, he can be like Tim on Thames. You know how they do in England? <laughs> yeah. Like everything's on Thames. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's your new band name. It's Jim on, it's Jim on Thames. That's the only fair and British thing to do. A great idea. So All do, right, everyone, we're UK, done here. The UK tour. That's the UK tour name. <laughs> they have to change yeah. their name. <laughs> you know how like sometimes bands have to change their name or some like yeah. graphic mm-hmm. images because it means penis in a country they're touring in? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You have to be more UK friendly <laughs> when you go there. Oh, oh my man. goodness. So we uh, solved your problem. Yeah. After that wonderful introduction, James, why don't <laughs> you tell us a little bit about your musical self and what do you do and who you are? So hi, I'm James. Are you um, sure about that? <laughs> Yeah, I am now. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm in a couple rock bands, and uh, you know, I like to uh, perform, and uh, it's called the Phase, and the other one's called the Forty Five. And uh, me and Tim, we uh, grew up together, and we've always wanted to play music together. And then we eventually started playing together, and now we do this acoustic show where I sing, he sings, he plays guitar, I do a little stomp box stuff, and we take requests the whole time, pretty much, and people love it. People eat it up. Yeah, I've heard it's a big yeah. fucking hit. Yeah, we, we, like we just uh, say, shout out a request if you guys uh, if you guys want. If we know it, we'll play it. If we kind of know it, we'll give it our best shot. Sometimes it turns out terrible, and sometimes it turns out awesome, and then we'll add it to our regular okay, list. Okay, but do people appreciate it when it turns out kind of bad, or maybe like medium bad, and they can tell you're just figuring it out <laughs> on the spot. Because I almost feel like I've well, been in that situation where someone was taking requests and they were like, I've never done it before. And they tried and it wasn't, it wasn't even really great, but like they hit yeah. the main spots and people were like, yeah, you did it. Like you got the chorus. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, we, we kind of like let them know beforehand that, Hey, like, okay, we might screw this up. And then, then we look like assholes when we don't screw it up and it comes out awesome too. Like you're so, like, oh, we've never no. played this. I don't know like, this song. And then you're like, it's perfect. Like, yeah. That's like worse. The other day, the other day we uh, got a request for hallelujah. And I'm like, Oh, that's a, that's a tough song. I'm like, we've never done that, but Hey, we'll give it a shot. And they're it like came 87 out. verses. Though. And they're like, they're like, wow, you, you've never, wow. You've really never done this song. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Like <laughs> that in that case, you're almost more of an asshole. Like I think you're right yeah. in that if you do mess it up, <laughs> and it's almost like that whole business model of Jim and Tim is so brilliant because it almost like gives you <laughs> Terry's day. <laughs> Tim and Jim business is model. it because I like called a, it a business model, like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. You have people come to your <laughs> seminar. It is. Yeah. I mean, it is because <clears throat> you go into it with like license to fuck up. Like it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. our whole model is we're going to take requests and wing stuff. So no one is expecting from the get go <laughs> that like, and like, like we just discovered, it's almost like better if it's, <gasps> if it's rough or 
if it's almost like, and I think the audience in that case almost feels like they're struggling through it with you. And mm. it's like when you do yeah. hit the 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 riff or the 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 chorus or the the high note or the modulation or like whatever, then people get like so excited. They're about like, it yeah, they get so excited yeah. about the part you got right when you like might have been clearly <laughs> struggling a little. Yeah, yeah. Where if you're just like, like you, you, did, you did good, you did you did all right, kid. Yeah, good, good job. Where if you're you go in like these are songs we rehearsed and then you mess up like one thing, people are like what the fuck? Well, that happens. <laughs> uh, that happens. Where 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 sometimes I'll be bold and I'll, like I'll listen to a song and it's one of those things where you think you know the song you think you know the whole thing until you're not singing along to the actual track mm, and, then, yeah. and then and then 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 Tim's me and Tim are kind of like looking at each other like oh shit <laughs> do we stop the song in the middle of the song or we just keep going mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> we just kind of give each other this look like okay one more chorus mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> bring it home just bring it on oh, home wrap it oh, up man there's been a few of those yeah please. Ashley, the, I beg of you the next time you have a gig, go up and introduce yourselves and say, these are songs we rehearsed. And then just <laughs> we we do. Paul, our bass player, tends to like after songs, like if either if they go horribly or if they go really well, he'll go just like we practiced it, like more to <laughs> us or because we don't we don't rehearse. So it's yeah, kind yeah. of. Right well, me and, me and Tim don't either. We just kind of like grew up like n- liking the same music. So yeah. a lot of the country stuff um, comes out really well. And uh, But there was this one time when, when we were at this uh, VFW and there was literally a table full of like biker dudes like right in front of us. And I'm like, I want to do a Johnny Cash song. <laughs> and I've heard a boy named Sue a million times, Ooh. a million times. And then all of a sudden Tim's like, okay, piece of cake. He's like, starts playing. I'm like, I'm, like starting to sing it. And I'm, I'm like wow, this is terrible, and they're just like the whole biker crew just like literally turns their seats around, and just starts staring at me. It's like a oh. there's like a tumbleweed like, rolls I, across the I, floor, there's and like, I can't stop. I just have to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh. What did you get wrong mostly? Did you get like the lyrics? It was wrong? just yeah, just timing and just I don't know. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where you think you know the whole thing and then you just don't i mean the lyrics were right in front of me i still screwed it up (laughs) yeah sometimes i think when you're like reading like i don't know if this happens to you i don't know if this is just me so but like sometimes i think i learn a song like it's phonetically it's like it's like syllabically like by the the sounds of the syllables and i don't actually know what or like register what the words are saying so then if i try to read the words it's actually harder because they're not written to the I rhythm think that's of what the, it was. Mm-hmm. It's like I think that's what it was because, what? like I said, I I'll, I'll listen to the song right now and like sing along to the whole thing. But mm-hmm. when it was just when I was trying to read it, it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I one hundred percent agree with that assessment. I think if yeah. you mostly know a song and then you try to read along with it, it it's harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can be. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you ever have a thing where like you play a song so many times? Like this happens with cover songs. You've played it like a million times and then you hear it on the radio and it's not at all. You're like, this is how this song really goes. Or like, this is the actual tempo of this song that <laughs> happens to me. I'm like, I sing that entire part completely wrong. Or like we play it like three times as fast, I, but we have no like idea. It wasn't like a conscious decision. It's just like happens over time. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. That happens. But honestly, like with, with, 
me and Tim or even with my rock bands, uh, if, if we've been doing it a certain way, we'll just kind of keep it that way. And if we still like the way it sounds, we'll just keep doing it that way. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Good. Good. I think you should because it's obviously just like what feels right or yeah. whatever. But it's just I, I like, funny. I like when bands do their own rendition of songs, you know, change it up a little bit, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, tell me about your rock bands. I want to hear about those. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So, so I'm in one band called The Phase, and I'm in another one called The 45. They're both rock bands, uh, both both from my area. And uh, The the Phase, is, uh, I started with them probably about five years ago. And it just started out with uh, me and a couple buddies just jamming out in my garage. And, you know, I was just singing. I couldn't play any instruments at the time. I, I, I'm, like, okay at guitar now. But um, we were just singing. One of my buddies was playing guitar. One of my buddies was kind of playing on the keyboard a little bit. And one of my buddies, Pat. I've been friends with this kid for like four four years at the time, and I had no idea who's like a musician. He goes, "Hey, um, I play the drums. Do you have a drum kit?" I go, "Yeah, no one's playing them. Come on over." I didn't know you could play the drums, and uh, so then he's like, "Can I bring my brother?" I'm like, "I've met his brother once. He's like, he's really good at guitar." I'm like, okay, cool. And so then they come over one day and they set everything up, and all of a sudden, when they got their gear together, they just started jamming out with us. And I'm like, "This is a band. We have a band now." it's real it's a real it's a real thing yeah yeah so so we we practiced a little bit and then um we had our first uh we had our first gig on july 4th weekend it was a college Mm -hmm. graduation party right it was um, like a few years ago i'm guessing no it was like four four okay five years ago just just not this year is (laughs) no yeah no it was like it was like a few years back but i i just remember this one because it came up in my facebook memories and uh Oh, what a shit show! Um, first of <laughs> so all, yeah. <laughs> first of all, they they asked if we could. Uh, they asked me if I could play, uh, sing the national anthem before. And I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah, piece <clears throat> of cake, you know. <laughs> I forgot the words and I totally fucked it up. I'm standing in front of this whole college party. <laughs> I, for, I I forgot how to sing the national anthem. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Terrible. That, and, uh, that one blows my mind a little. How do you forget that one? Oh. Stage fright. Yeah. First time ever Stage performing fright. in pe- in front of people, you know. And then they're oh. like national anthem. I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, I've done karaoke and stuff. That's like where I really started out was doing some karaoke. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, first time with the band. Oh, froze. <laughs> but um, uh, it, that then, happens. I will say, like, I think the the national anthem is i mean you know people will say it's notoriously like hard to sing in the range and whatever but it is it's i don't know for me i've done it a tons of times and i always have a moment somewhere in the middle where i'm like what part am i at like i don't know if i i don't know it just (laughs) i'm like did i already sing the i think i started singing like the wrong words and like the the or like the wrong part of the song like it's the sections they don't make any sense it's not like uh, i don't know the, the the structure is just it's weird i'll be like did the rockets yeah. red glare yet or like am i already that's like kind of what i was i'm like air. and the and the rockets bursting in air it's like, like shit I i'm but yes i'm already it's the thing it's that what's that phenomenon where you drive to work the same way every day and all of a sudden you get to work and you're like I don't remember driving here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do yeah. it so much. Like it's oh, so yeah. ingrained in your brain that you're yeah. like not even thinking about it. And yeah. you're kind mm-hmm. of like 
dooming yourself to fail, which is why I get in a car accident every single day on the way to work. Well, I, I, sometimes I sometimes I carpool into Boston for work, and uh, you know I'll have my one of my uh, coworkers will like drive me every day. He's got like a company vehicle every day for like a month or two to the same job site, and then all of a sudden he can't come into work, and I'm like, how do I get there? <laughs> and I got to break oh, out the no. GPS, uh, and then he's like, sing the Star Spangled Banner. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm looking really bad. What kind of musician am I? <laughs> so forgetful uh, no i that think sa- that makes sense because you hear about it so often and i've never performed the star spangled banner as an individual in front of a group i've only ever mm-hmm. sang it like in an ensemble mm-hmm. so it's interesting to hear it's easy for me to go how do you forget it but like if you're out there by yourself and you get that that like memory blindness yeah. thing oh i know this and then you just forget what you're doing like that yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. and then that that same show i was uh before that show i was practicing my uh microphone spin move by the cord you know no 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 and, it's so bad and uh, every sound guy hates and, you and literally <laughs> <laughs> well we were running our own sound it was sounded terrible oh, and yeah. uh there you go. But but I was I was spinning around the microphone by the cord and I I went to try to like yank the cord to pull it back into my hand and it whacked me right in the eyebrow, split my eyebrow open That's and what blood started running down my face. <laughs> That's what you. But get. it was I, yeah. I tell you what it was it was badass. Yeah, I they were telling me that after they're like, man, yeah. that was badass. They're like, you didn't even quit singing and you have blood pouring down your face. Like, You're yeah, like man, Dave Grohl with that's the broken rock and leg. Roll, baby. Yeah, that's rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> you got what the you hell. Totally, you got your cred from the, the hell eyebrow. kind of graduation party oh, was man. this? Oh my god, oh. that's that's one with, that's there was one with we, we got paid in alcohol, so that was cool. Oh, that's oh. yeah. Nice. We actually that's we we ended up, we ended up staying the whole night. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a good time. And my eyebrow didn't hurt. It was a miracle. Oh, yeah. There was zero pain. (laughs) (laughs) Just pouring blood, gushing out of my face, but it was fine. Yeah. I hope you get paid in money now. Mm. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a little more uh, professional now. Sure. So where so. do you perform now? Like where would, what would your rock bands, where would they perform? Um we we play around the Worcester area, and like one of our favorite venues is uh, the Valley Pub in Northbridge and mm-hmm. uh, Central Tavern in Milford, like places around this area. It's it's a lot of places that Tim plays at too, and uh, they're just good. It's a really good music, like local music scene around our area, and a lot of supportive people come out and mm. so yeah, that's I'm, good. Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate to be in this area for the local music. It's cool. Yeah, I don't have that up here. So, <laughs> but <laughs> Come I have, on out my way. I know I need to. I have heard that about that area. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's good to have. I mean, we do we do have some you know good people for sure. But it's more like the venues, and it's yeah. getting even harder now, right? With with venues and who can yeah. even support live music, and what is that going to look like? Oh yeah, so it's crazy times. Yeah. Um. How did you get into music? Like, are you from a musical family or um, my parents started like, <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my parents started inviting me to karaoke night. <laughs> nice. Very cool. So I, so I started going to like karaoke night and like, they would like let me into the bar and stuff like in, when I was in high school and nice. just sing some country music. I started out with like, like singing country music and stuff. But actually, uh, in high school, I started, uh, I don't even know how this happened, but when, when the whole lunch, when we were at lunchtime, everyone was, you know, lunch ended, people were walking back to uh, class and all this stuff. And then 
there's just a mob of people in the hallway and people would just start stomping and clapping their feet to uh, uh, we, we will rock you. you. And, and then people would just like part this part, the red sea in the hallway. And I would just be in the middle going, buddy, or I'm by making big noise. Play. <laughs> what? It's, like a, it's like a to the high point, school musical. To the point where this happened like multiple times. It was crazy. <laughs> and people like poking their heads out of classrooms and all that stuff. And we were just being so disruptive. Wait, this wasn't a one-time thing. This was no, this a repeat <laughs> occurrence. Oh yeah, it, it, they were they were getting sick of it too. Wow. It, yeah, it would. I said it, I would say it happened like maybe half a dozen times. Like probably my senior year. I don't know. I'm I'm a little jealous. I kind of want to go back in time. It was cool. It was I cool. definitely want to go back in time. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was like your thing. Did you become known as like the we will rock you guy or something? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if it was the we will rock you guy. I think at that point in time, people were like, okay, like this kid like likes to sing. Yeah. Clearly he likes okay. to sing. Yeah. So, cause yeah. like so growing knew- up, growing up, people like never like looked at me as a singer. So, mm. I, well, I, I didn't think I was a singer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Until I started going to karaoke. Until someone gave you the chance. Yeah. So you yeah, knew I, you liked singing. Yeah, and I, uh, I like won a couple karaoke contests and stuff, so that was fun. So, yeah. did your parents? Your parents brought you to karaoke night. Did were they yeah. karaoke singers? Like they were, oh, would yeah. also sing. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Do, can, yeah, do yeah. they have they love karaoke? Good voices. Are they good singers? Um. Yeah. Like like my my mom can kill White Rabbit. Nice. Absolutely yeah. kill it. Sweet. Wow. Um, I like it. Um, my dad does. Um, House of the Rising Sun's really good. Okay, so they're I like, would say like trippy. Those, those, those are each of their top songs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I like it. And then you came in with the country, so that's a little interesting. Yeah, Toby <laughs> Keith was my my go to. Oh. Country guy. Yeah. And your dad was like, "Son, we're a CCR family," and you were like, "No, Dad, I have to make my own way." So it's funny. I didn't. I didn't really like get too too into rock and roll. Like I always liked rock and roll, obviously, but I didn't get too too into rock and roll until the phase started up, and like the guitarists Eric and Pat, they they really loved like like Led Zeppelin and Aerosmith and ACDC and all stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, if we're going to be in a band, I really got, I really got to start listening to all these guys. And, you know, I really fell in love with it. So, sure. So you came into rock and roll like later in life, kind of. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I always liked it, but like, you know, I didn't start really singing it. And then I found out like, I have a little more of a range, you know, I could do like the Toby Keith thing, like really low Mm -hmm. all the way to like a Robert Plant like really high voice and stuff. So. Nice. <laughs> I love Robert oh. Plant. I know. I know. Never, uh, never knew how to button a shirt, but man. Is he... <laughs> oh, seriously. See, I keep man. my shirt. I definitely keep my shirt buttoned. No one else is yet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about wearing shorts while playing a gig? <laughs> this is a topic um, we haven't talked about in a while, but I think now that it's summer, it's interesting. And we're getting Am back I standing up or sitting down? Um, does it matter? I mean, you can doesn't have, matter you can have either multiple way. Yeah. Rules if I want. usually put, I, I usually put jeans on like, see, unless yeah. I'm feeling just real lazy. Yeah. Um, I have done, I've have gone to like open mic nights and stuff. Um, just with shorts on and like yeah. a, a Hawaiian t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I've done gigs like that too, but I don't do that anymore. Yeah. 
No, it's funny. One of our past guests, uh, Ken Budka, was talking about, yeah, like how it's just weird to wear shorts. And I have a thing, like I, I don't think drummers should ever wear shorts because there's a lot of knee leg flapping <laughs> and the leg openings. And yeah. especially if they're up on a stage, the height situation is just yeah. a, is yeah. not great. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's this big thing, like should guys wear shorts when they play gigs? And I feel like most don't. And I think it's, to- yeah. I mean, there's one thing if you're like playing a beach party or like, something that's like you know it's a specific vibe or something but like in a generally like in a bar in a club or something uh, yeah it's weird i i like never really thought about it but the the guys that we talk to tend to but wasn't his general opinion that no one should show their knees too i think it then got into like a a thing against knees but i think that was more specific to ken so But then we looked at some pictures of people's knees up on stage and I was like, oh yeah, that looks fucking weird. Knees are fit. Knees are weird. <laughs> the human body all across the board. What the fuck? Seriously. I see so many pictures of people just like standing up and their knee looks like a face. Yes. You, you see Jesus or David Bowie in this person's knee. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's probably like a Facebook page for that shit, right? Oh, like I'm sure. Like of, people of Walmart. Yeah. That's a human. <laughs> um, that's a human brain thing. We look for faces and things. Oh, it's yeah. like a lizard brain thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why people see like Jesus and toast and like a face and a clouds and the yeah. trees. It's because we look for faces and it has to do something with evolution. That's yeah. not what this podcast is about. <laughs> but anyway <laughs> if you're looking at a knee and you see a face there's a legitimate reason for yeah way it. off topic yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. also <laughs> so put some fucking your, pants on <laughs> do your i've been wearing leggings since march 13th people um do your but fun fact i just told sean today i like my leggings even when they're the capri ones to stop right below the knee i don't want my kneecap exposed hmm. interesting um, so do your rock bands, do you do cover music or do you do originals? So we do originals in both bands. Um, the 45 actually just released a, um, a, like a five song album on Spotify. And one of our songs called I Know uh, just took off and got caught up in the smart uh, Spotify algorithm, got 21,000 views, <gasps> uh, streams on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, thank we'll you. have to add but, it. We have a... But, uh, but the thing playlist so we'll add it we'll have to add it to ours cool yeah. the, th- the thing is so i sing those songs live but mm-hmm. but i was not in the band when they recorded these songs oh. so a lot of people don't know this i'm not lying i'm just i just don't tell you it's not me it, it's actually my guitarist johnny but people when people say hey man you sound great it would get old if i just told them every time like it's not me dude but yeah. it, i sound like we sound alike kind okay. of on stage. Oh, okay. So yeah. what happened was the way I joined this band was my band, the phase played a gig with the 45. And so the phase played first and then the 45 and then the 45 uh, was playing some cover songs. And my drunk ass got jumped up on stage and <laughs> took the microphone away from Johnny. And I just started singing along and, they came up to me after they're like, Hey man, uh, cause Johnny plays guitar and like stands behind the microphone, but they like my stage presence. So, um, they're like, Hey man, we really like your stage presence and interaction with the people in the crowd and all this stuff. So yeah. So that's how I'm in two bands now. Wow. <laughs> that's yeah. tough because that goes against a very heavy stance we've taken on this podcast. Again, I know. Jeffing. 
But you know what? This this is an interesting. Well, like okay, so I didn't like just jump up there. Like I I knew the guys before, and like I I was I was like I was in I was at the front of the stage, okay, and I was like singing along, getting really into it, and Johnny kind of gave me the head nudge, like, "Hey, come on, come on." Okay, okay. So so I I didn't just like get up there and just steal the microphone. Yeah, who does that? Do that. I hate when people. Harry. Yeah, we that that's interesting because I've always said how I'm so against like, and we I talked about it in Tim's episode actually because I think you know he has such a he's he's so chill about it and he's so open and he's like yeah. he he allows it you know and and I'm yeah. like I just can't I've never been chill enough uh, like with that to trust I don't know with people coming up on stage it's just I've never been cool with it but we have had plenty of friends like come up and sit in with us and whatever so it's like if there's like a (laughs) pre-approval process or if it's like someone who you're friends with or like if you're you band also played that night and you're kind of like playing together I mean that's totally a different I'll talk to them before like sometimes I do that you know and I say hey man you want to come up for a song you know right or Right. Or if they ask me, I say, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know. then you have to do the awkward, like, well, what songs do we know that you know that we're going to, when are we going to right. Yeah. figure <laughs> Ooh, all that? Oh, I like shit. that. Or, or, if someone's, or if someone's like, hey, hey, can I come up for a song and like sing it? And then it's like, it's like, okay, here's the set list. What do you know? And then they pick the one like you, that's like your favorite <laughs> to sing. And like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. I I guess. <laughs> yeah, you can take it. So, yeah. I guess I guess I guess you can sing do that. Do you one get do you get a lot of hop ons? Does that happen hop-ons. when you're singing? <laughs> Did you just create <laughs> What's that? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> just like someone who it's actually from arrested development. I can't take credit. Oh, okay. Hop ons? Yeah. I think we're gonna use it's like it's not we a can tampon. Use it. It's not a tampon. No, it's it's a hop on. <laughs> we can totally co opt it. Um <laughs> Just people jumping on stage and being like, I'm going to sing this. Um, not, not, I guess it's not like not too often, like every once in a while. But I mean, if you're on an actual stage, it's, it's, it's a lot different than playing on the same floor as people. No, if, if you got, if you got a show that's not an actual stage and you're just like on the same floor level, then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people are more inclined to, trip over your monitor and just like start dancing behind you and uh-huh. grabbing your microphone and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I actually don't, I'll tell you another, um, this is actually, this happened at the last gig that, um, I was playing and it was with the 45 and we were playing this song. Uh, I think it was a Motley Crue song. I want to say it was like uh kickstart my heart. And, uh, there was a older woman, maybe like middle-aged and she was, kind of like wasted right she was front and center right in front of me at the stage just eyeballing me the whole time just singing along to the song and uh i'll never do this again because when it came to like the whoa yes of the song like i went whoa and held the mic i held the mic up to her mouth for her to say yeah she just looked at me opened her mouth and put the whole microphone in her mouth Uh, uh. i was like what (laughs) just happened and that was in march of 2020 <laughs> and that's how this whole thing started and that launched uh, and i, I switched out microphones after that <laughs> oh, oh that's just, it's not an ice cream cone lady yeah. oh, it, she just goes ew oh god oh. If, if anyone ever holds a microphone out to you they oh, did not i'll never do that ever again no, the last thing <laughs> they want you to do is put your mouth on it oh god oh, it's the worst oh. thing ever i had I, I had no idea like what to 
I'm like, do I even finish a song now? That was so weird. It's so, need- and it's so much more offensive now in the days of coronavirus to even think oh, about. Yeah. That. I know. It's like, I, I know. bet, I bet you're not even going to be able to allow. Oh my god, I bet you're not even going to be able to allow to like share oh, yeah. microphones mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Well, we're no, no. yeah we're thinking about it because we have we have a gig coming up and. There are some in with my band where like we switch instruments like and positions, mm-hmm. but we will normally use and like we all pretty much sing. So whatever, if you move, like if I go to play guitar and Ari goes to play keyboard, we just use the microphone mm-hmm. that's at the keyboard and whatever. But, you know, and we're, we're going to, we're going to be in the same vicinity as each other, but I still don't want to like share a microphone with another person, you know, like who knows? I don't want to give her anything and you know, vice versa. So now we're like, Oh fuck, how do we do this? Because then your monitor mixes are like at the wrong, if you switch mics, so it's like, you gotta, we're going to have to rethink our whole kind of stage setup. And then Hmm. to your point about not having a stage, like our, our bass player was like, you know, we we're talking about it beforehand, like making sure everybody was comfortable in the band with like, you know, just at least the five of us like being, you know, together mm-hmm. and all of that. And um, we're kind of agreed like we're cool, like with being around each other. You know, we're like I said, we're not going to like lick each other's microphones, but, you know, we'll be cautious. <laughs> but he so my bass player was like. I'm more worried about like the drunk people that stumble up and like spit talk in your face. Cause it happens constantly. And especially cause like right. this place you're playing, we don't have like a, an elevated stage or anything. So right. we're thinking about like, how do we make a, like a barrier with like cases and stuff? Like where you put like our gear, and, like a our whole monitors. barrier of t- jars. <laughs> right, there you go. Like a, a, a tip jar moat. <laughs> right. I mean, Seriously. Tom's like, I have caution tape. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, maybe not that, well, but like maybe, I don't know. We'll see. So we'll what you should it. do is you should, you should, you should put a, you should put a line out and, uh, have people like throw tips from behind a, a line, like a, like a, see if they can throw it in like a basketball. Say, there Hey, whoever, whoever game. gets the most, tw- whoever gets the most twenties in, get some merch when yeah. we make it. <laughs> or we'll wing a song for you. Yeah. 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 So I think like, not to say, I don't want to, whatever, you know, there, are, there's a silver, there are good things that come out of every bad situation. And maybe a good thing that will come out of this is that it would be now socially acceptable or not seen as being like standoffish or demanding or whatever to say, Hey, can we get some kind of barrier here? Yeah. So that might be a totally acceptable thing to ask for. It could be that, you know, that cheap little fake fencing that you can get for like 20 the Home Depot yeah, or like something. the stanchions and posts or whatever. Like we might even want to invest in something that like is yeah. part of our gear, part of our setup, yeah. you know? This this might be your yeah. opportunity to say, oh, because of COVID-19, we have to separate ourselves yes. from the mass of people. I've been waiting for an excuse for years. Uh, I know. My, my, my personality though on stage, it's it's not like, I'm, I'm not going to hold the microphone to anyone's face anymore, but uh, I actually <laughs> do like it when people are like way like, up in my face. Like I, I feed off the crowd. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, literally that, 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 <laughs> i <laughs> consume no, I feel, their particles no, the, the, the crowd literally feeds off of me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think it's gonna be different now right like that's not you're not probably not gonna be able to get like that yeah. close to people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until there's a vaccine right yeah. is that so. the idea mm-hmm. <sighs> God, i yes. heard i heard i heard so many things i don't know just gonna I, i'm just gonna like say I can't do anything about it, so I'm just going to play my part and just wing it until um, everything goes back to normal. Other than microphone eating, 
<laughs> is there <laughs> any other any other thing that pops to mind? Um, it, it has to do with a microphone, but not eating. Um, oh God! <laughs> well, that's not weird. Tom's um, mother. Well, turn so off I, this I, podcast I, right I, now, I played, Donna. I, I, no, I played. I played one show, and um, I'm not going to name any names or places. It's but, the Bob Saget Bar or University. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So at the Bob Saget Bar in University, um, their their house sound guy was also the house band. Okay, oh. and he loved the music that my band was playing. Okay, and uh, he had his own microphone behind the sound stand. Stand. Okay, so literally. Every single like song, every single song for the whole night, his and his volume was cranked, and he just this dude just sings by screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like, ah, yeah. like I'm telling you, just like belting out such dry. And I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't like know what to do here. I'm like, karaoke. I'm kind of like looking at him, and then he comes up to me. He's like, Yo, bro, that's cool that I do that, right? I'm no. like. And like, but the thing is, this is like, this is a cool bar to play at, and like, it was our first time there, so I didn't want to like, really, I don't know. And he's the sound guy; you don't want to piss him off. Yeah. Yeah. I asked him for I asked him for to turn up my monitor one time, and he was just like, "Dude, I'll get to it." Okay. I'm like, "Wow." (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh no. And then yeah, it was just, but the uh, the the bar owner came up to me afterwards and was like you know james i just want to let you know like thank you for not making a big deal about it and <laughs> like you're such a good dude for like letting him sing along with you and stuff i'm like whatever dude <laughs> like mm. um yeah just but i could see like people's like faces like in the crowd like why is this guy tr- singing over you yeah. and i just didn't i didn't do anything i don't I would like to sing there again because it's in a cool area and like the place fills up, but I don't know if I'm going to really pursue oh, it. You haven't gone yeah. back. So. No, we'll I have do not. It <laughs> if we can do run our own sound or whatever. Yeah. That's at least people knew. So like my concern would be completely self-centered and would be like, I don't want this to be a reflection of like my band or whatever, like my sound. But I guess yeah. if like people n- knew that it was him, and that, like, yeah. it was not. And, and <laughs> like, I, I feel bad saying this because the, the bar owner is such a great guy, too. Right. Yeah. Like, and it seems like so. he knows what's going on. Like, and it's like the coolest place. The, the, the whole, the, they, they, he got this place and he decked it out. And it is like strictly for just rock and roll music. And people like us are like, yes. I want to you know? go. Where is it? <laughs> oh, you can't tell me. Sorry. I'm tell not going to tell me after. Tell me after. Yeah. 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 I want to go to the Bob Saget bar in university. <laughs> right. Um, oh, but, oh, so, I, so another, another thing is um, me and my buddy, who's my bass player, we went out to this one like Greek restaurant out in Worcester and um, uh, to, to see our buddy Desi Garcia play uh, an acoustic show. And we're just chilling at the bar and this, this dude sit next to us and he buys us a drink and stuff, starts talking to us about music. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm the bar owner. And I'm like, oh, cool. He's like, did I hear you guys were in a band? I'm like, yeah, we're in a rock band. And he goes, oh, hey, you, uh, there's this whole, like all of Shrewsbury Street is going to be putting on this big event called uh, Rock and Walk. So like a bunch of bands play and stuff. 
in the in the on the street like not on the street but in the area you know people go around bar hop for rock bands and we're like yeah sure so um the day comes where we go to set up and i'm decked out in like my like jean cut off like vest you know Oh. I got no, not shorts. His jorts. But, uh, I had, I, you know, I have like a bandana on and stuff, and yeah. like I wear sunglasses, and like, like I put like rings on my fingers and stuff. I'm all decked out. I'm ready for a rock and roll show. Right. And so we're, it's a, like a nice fancy Greek restaurant. Okay. And we <laughs> right. set up in the corner. We set up all our drones, we set up all our equipment, and then we start playing. And we're like, okay, we see some people in the crowd that, or having dinner and stuff, some like little old ladies and stuff. And we're like, maybe we should start. It was a four hour set, by the way, we're supposed to play a four Whoa. hour set. Yeah. That's long, yeah. And uh, so we're like, okay, maybe we should start out with like something smooth, like simple man. Okay. So we started playing some simple man and the manager, the owner was not there at this time. The manager comes over. He goes, hey, what are you guys like? Quiet down. Can't you see people <laughs> are eating? And we're like, Whoa, dude. I, can't you see how I'm dressed? Oh no! You know, we have a drum kit, dude. The, you can't turn down the drum kit. It's not like mic'd up or anything. You oh, can't no. turn it down. So a bunch of people came there, and like there was a little front patio spot, and they're like, "Hey, we came here to see the band." Like, it's like, yeah, well, they got to be quiet. People are eating food. They're like, "Well, we can't play in here then." So we literally just like I told the guy, "I'm like, get me an extension cord. We're playing on the sidewalk." And so then we just literally packed up all our shit. He's like, I don't know if you can do that. People are drinking out on the sidewalk, like homeless people came around and oh. we put on a show for like homeless people. It was actually pretty cool. They were loving it. It was like their nice. highlight of the whole. That's pretty week. awesome. And uh, yeah, like, and, like cars were driving by. We had our, our banner behind us and everything. And uh, it was, it was, it was really cool. We just said, fuck it. We played a four hour show on the sidewalk, like practically in the street. And no one else was playing outside. All the other bands were playing inside the bars. Oh, there was like nothing. Well, that it was, we thought it was going to be a big thing, but there was like only oh. one other bar on the whole street doing this. Oh, so Weird. we were literally we were literally just the only band in the middle of the street, just jamming out for four hours. The cops showed up and everything, and like the owner finally got there, and they're like, they're like, you have permits for this? Like, dude, people are drinking like your drinks in the street. <laughs> and they're just like, and, like and this is New Orleans. And, but then the bar owner showed up and he's like, guys, don't stop. I'll pay the fine. We're like, whatever. <laughs> he just got a warning from it, but he just told us to keep going. It was awesome. Wow. So basically the bar owner it sounds like he's the bar a fan. owner. Yeah. And he the should, manager <laughs> were not communicating with each other. And yeah, the manager was like kind of shocked by you being there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would be more surprised if the owner and the manager were on the same page. I think that's so, so yeah. many times. Like, I mean, have you ever like sh- showed up and the, they're like, Oh, we didn't know we had a band tonight. And you're like, okay, motherfuckers. <laughs> like what? Oh, it's so bad. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was like one, so one time uh, me and Tim actually did an acoustic show and like a few times me and Tim have been talking about doing like a Tim and Jim plugged in show because like I've gotten on stage with him a few times with his band and it's just like, it's a good time. And um, he's like, Oh, maybe we should just do like a Tim and Jim plugged in like once or twice or something. I plugged the plug Tim and Jim plugged in. (laughs) Um, But anyways, we we got a show uh, for this place in like Peabody. Right. And then like, so we're like, all right, we're going to drive out to Peabody. They were paying us a little more than our uh, regular rate because we had to drive farther. 
And um, we get there and this it's like eight o'clock and this place has a line out the door and there's probably like 200 people inside. I'm like, Tim, do they know that this is just acoustic that we were not doing the plugged in thing or like, uh, and then we looked online and like the night before they had a full band and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Oh man, like oh. we can't get a full band right now. Mm-hmm. So we walk in and, and we asked the guy at the door, we're like, Hey, you know, we're like, we're just like an acoustic duo. Right. And, there's like no way you guys are going to hear us. They're like, no, yeah, acoustic. That That's right. We're expecting you. I'm like, oh. what? So they literally just mic'd us up acoustic the whole night. Huh. And people loved it. People were still dancing around going crazy for acoustic. That's <laughs> it cool. was awesome. Yeah. I was so shocked. We'll, we'll be back there. It works. <laughs> It yeah, works. That's was, how cool. that's how I started playing. Like we were just an acoustic guitar and some singers, and then it was like, oh, like somebody can like play some hand percussion or whatever. And we it was like this patio. Um, it was like a summer gig, and I've probably told this story on the podcast before, but I don't. I honestly don't think you have. No. Oh no. So we played. Yeah, it was like the patio in the fifth largest city in <laughs> Massachusetts, and uh, yeah, it was actually like a whole thing. I think there was. <laughs> this is actually kind of interesting now that I think about it in the con- this context because I believe that there was supposed to be a band. A band was booked and I don't know if they were supposed to be acoustic or a, like a full band thing, but th- something came up last minute and the kind of like band leader of that band couldn't do the gig. So some another band member was like, well, I can do it like acoustic, like he played acoustic guitar and sang. And I was like, well, like I can come and sing harmonies or whatever. But now I can't remember. It probably They probably were supposed to do it like full band. And then it was kind of this big thing worth like, do you go back to the venue and cancel? Do you say, hey, like we can do this, but we do it this way. So we ended up playing it. I think we were just a duo or we might've had somebody come and play like a djembe or something. Um, and then the owner was there and like stumbled out and asked us if he like loved us, whatever, like the people were going crazy for like acoustic and we had never played a, like a gig before. And we had no idea, like we were just winging songs. And this was before you had like your phone where you could just look up everything. So we had like a binder right in front of you, with yeah. like a bunch of shit printed out that we would just like play around the house and whatever. Um, and then the owner came out and was like, will you guys come back like every Friday? You want like a residency? And we're like, yeah, cool. Like, you know, we're like in college, like this is fun. So we kind of like stole the gig from the original band that was supposed to play oh, it nice. and then got booked as this band. And then I think that cool. that band never really became a thing. And then we actually stole their drummer and I think their guitar player, um, is one of the guitar players that ended up playing with us later on kind of down the road, like years later. So it was kind of, kind of weird, but I wasn't in that original band, so I didn't have to deal with the drama of it, but I was part of the group that stole the gig. So, wow. Ooh, yeah. But, but it was that nice. it was an acoustic thing. And we just like throughout the summer kept kind of adding, it was like, Oh, I can bring like a tambourine and a shaker. And then like, eventually it was like, well, I can like bring my keys and like play a keyboard and, we got like an electric guitarist and we kind of like built it up, but in the right setting, like people love the acoustic vibe. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's unexpected, I guess. Yeah. And I think it can be like, 
sometimes if you don't want something so like overwhelmingly loud, like you can't mingle. Sometimes the acoustic thing can be like a nice, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, oh, I can dance, but I can also like go far enough away and like talk to my friends and like remove from it and then come back. So yeah, I feel that way about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good Sometimes, not all, you know, it depends. Depends on the mood. Yeah, of Mm -hmm. course. So that we'll we will call that the John Stamos bar because John Stamos is the opposite of Bob Saget, <laughs> medically speaking. <laughs> medically speaking, um, wouldn't John Stamos's bar have been the Greek one? No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, and then maybe this is the Uncle Joe bar. It's the Dave Coulier bar. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't give the uh, Greek bar a name yet. So, <laughs> yeah, that can be John Stamos. That can be Uncle Jesse. <laughs> oh man wow yeah good good stuff all right is it the point in the show when i ask everyone what they're listening to oh i think shit why am i never prepared for this god it's our podcast i've been listening to a lot of good things you can go first first, james what what are you listening to i listen to a lot of like local bands and stuff my favorite band is actually uh this band called bad marriage and uh, the guitarist in that is actually going to be producing a couple songs for the 45 but um you know they just they just released a single today i think called together and i've been jamming out to that all day and uh i've been jamming out to a lot of led zeppelin acdc um you know thunderstruck is my shit yeah no. We have you know, a lot of people talking about Thunderstruck on this. Channel. Jam out to Thunderstruck like ten times. <laughs> a lot of Motley Crue and just stuff, good stuff like that. I mix it up with some country though. Now, now, now and again. Yeah. It depends on the depends on the vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think vibe is really important. You can't just like throw something mm-hmm. on and go, "Oh, I'll listen to this." Like, I need to ask myself. What do I feel like? What do I need to listen to right now? And you know, I can't just put on Led Zeppelin, right? Like, mm-hmm. I listen to that. That on. gets me through the workday. I just throw on yeah. the the best of Led Zeppelin oh. playlist on on my headphones and just work all day listening. Interesting. To Zeppelin. I can't do yeah. that. I can oh, I only it. I can only listen to like the full album in full order as it was. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, like I cannot. Yeah, I, I do that once in a while, but like that's when I'm like, all right, I'm gonna like sit down and actually like listen to this thing. Now I just yeah. kind of play it as like background music when I'm doing construction. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can do it with like a play, like a mixed playlist of like if it's not just one artist, but if it's like mm-hmm. if it's that, I have yeah. to listen top to bottom. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do it. It drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Those are good ones, I, Terry. What about you? I'll, I'll go next because I have a non-musical thing I'm going to recommend this week. I've been watching a TV show. And as you all know, we ran out of TV to watch two months ago. <laughs> yeah. Country fin- did. Finish Netflix. Oh, and then I, we got to the end and they were like, there's no more. Yeah. Um, so now that we have HBO Max, something that's on there is on a is a show called Search Party. Have you heard of it? No. It has what's her name? Um, Aaliyah Shawkat, maybe from Arrested Development, is in it. There's all kinds of people in it, actually. All kinds. Um, all different kinds <laughs> of people. All kinds. Big ones, tall ones, <laughs> short ones, fat ones, skinny ones. Um, uh. Like. So many people that pop up and we go, oh, it's him. Oh, it's her. Like, <laughs> I love uh, that. very, 
big names and a lot of people you've seen in a lot of places. And um, it's been on for like four years, I think. And I kept hearing people say like, you should watch this. You should watch this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And we put it on and it's awesome. It's really funny. It's very weird. It's very dark. Uh, I don't, I can't say anything other than this girl goes missing and the main character, Aaliyah Shockat, um, Dory is her name. I'm probably saying her name wrong too. It's probably like Shockat or like Shaq cat or whatever um but she uh and then she decides to go find help find this old friend of theirs and it's like just goes in so many different directions i highly recommend it so it's called search party nice cool Mm -hmm. thank you um yeah so i I I remembered i've actually been listening to like if i really think about this week uh mainly podcasts like a lot of armchair expert um my favorite murder they're my you know go-tos i've caught up on Brene brown's unlocking us um and and the writer is is coming back so all my like staple podcasts yeah are kind of um i'm I've been catching up and whatever but this past weekend at um the beach house I don't even know. I wasn't there when the conversation started, but I walked out and my family was talking about, they were actually singing loudly and badly. There may have been, you know, some drinks involved, um, foreigner songs. And I remember a couple of years back, uh, there was like a foreigner tribute band that was playing down at the, the beach. And we're like that day on the beach. We're like, Oh yeah. Tonight's band is like a foreigner bit. Like, we're like, what are they going to do? Play cold as ice, like over and over. Like how many songs is foreign? Like really? What are they, what the fuck else do they have? So we, I remember we looked it up and we're like, Oh, and then we went, we ended up going to see this, this, like, it's like this outdoor concert series, whatever. And we went and we're like, Oh my God, like every fucking song is like a hit. I didn't realize. So we did it again this weekend. And I was like, all right, I'm going to put on like foreigners, like top songs or whatever. And then we're all there screaming badly. Like I want to know what love is. And I've been waiting for a girl like you. You have to, you have to do it in that voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah jukebox hero hot-blooded cold as ice like there are so many it's yeah a lot so i'm not like i don't consider myself a huge foreigner fan i like those songs when they come on they're fun to sing along to they're fun to jam out to so i'll go ahead and recommend a little go ahead and and just give foreigner a little a little love because they did have a lot a lot of a lot of songs and that's a lot of high singing, you know, it's like they didn't at that time period. It's like, they didn't know they could change the key of songs or something and like (laughs) make them lower. It's like all those guys are just reaching for the rafters. I don't know. The tight tight pants. I don't know. Have I ever told the story? I don't know if I should save it for another episode, (laughs) but in my high school musical, we were doing, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, fuck. Oh my God. I can't remember the name of it. It's a very old musical. Shit. My Fair Lady. <laughs> no. Um, what would it have it to do has, with? I know. What's the premise? What was uh, your part? <laughs> uh, I was in the band. I was in the oh. hit band. Ah, uh, yeah. shit. It's uh, about... Um, the King and I. Not Guys and Dolls. Cats. Wait, was it Guys and Dolls? Didn't you want to ask me something? West Side cats. Story. Cats. It's Guys and Dolls. Yeah. It guys was Cats. Yeah. It was Cats. And we were all dressed like cats. Oh. Um, I hope it was. It was guys and dolls. Oh, and there's the guys and dolls. Luke be a Jedi tonight. Uh, 
so there's a song and it's called I'm biding my time and it goes I'm biding my time because that's the kind of guy I'm I don't know what copyright laws are so maybe this will be deleted um but it was a bunch of it's sung by a trio of young men and these are a bunch of young men who are like what 14 15 16 17 years old probably right yeah and it's high it's there's like a tenor part and it's very high so we go through like four months of um rehearsals and this is a very difficult um we're told it's very difficult musical to do there's a lot of dancing there's like a lot of complicated singing whatever and every time we get to that song they just can't get through it. And the guy's going like, oh, I'm and he's a really good singer. I know this guy. He's like a, a wonderful singer. And he's like a, he's a high tenor too. And he just can't hit it. And it, so it's like, it keeps cracking, keeps cracking. They can't do it. No regret. Oh, like, so finally, it's like the fucking day before the first showing you know it would go like thursday friday saturday we'd do the musical or whatever mm-hmm. and we're in rehearsal and it's just still failing <laughs> just still failing and the musical director looks and goes why don't we just take it down the octave <laughs> i mean four fucking months later and yeah. they did and wouldn't you know it sounded beautiful really and it was not a joyful moment everyone just looked at each other like oh why, why did we yeah. Why didn't we do it? Yeah. We should have been doing that from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're lucky that worked because an octave jump is quite a bit like that could have taken it out of range for some of them, but it was you know, already out of, that was the problem. True. This is it true. Was this too is true. high. They were going through puberty Might or coming well out the back long. door of it. Yeah, yeah. It was too late. They, they lost those notes with yeah. their innocence yeah. and <laughs> they just like figured it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep, just change the key, you guys. I don't know. You know? You can do it. It's not that hard. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you, James, for coming on and completing the Tim and Jim uh, experience (laughs) for us. Thanks for having me. (laughs) For our listeners. Maybe, like, way in the future, after we get some more gig stories under our belt, maybe we can come on together. Yes. Yes, that would be cool. We could have the duo duo together. Yes. My theory is we are about to we are about to enter a brave new world of terrible things happening at gigs. Yep, we are. We are. I'm sure, I'm sure. I am terrified and I'm also very excited. So we will be back. Um and for now, if you like what you hear, tell a friend. And if you didn't like what you heard, change your name and tell an enemy. <laughs> Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Bye. Keep gigging. Bye. Bye. Bye.